0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Burt's Books podcast. I am really sorry for the noise that you can hear in the background, but the back door is open because it is too darn hot. Well, actually, it's not not too darn hot. It's the right amount of hot, but I am doing too much work for that amount of hot. Uh, I should be sitting in a park somewhere with a book doing not very much at all. However... I've got a lot to do this week. It is the Arenda Books subscription day tomorrow, 15th of June. So lots and lots of books being packed up, ready to send out to everyone tomorrow. And speaking of Arenda Books, I have got my hands on a book that I've been waiting for a long time. It was The Great Silence by Doug Johnston. It's the latest in the Skelfs Series. I'm going to tell you all about it on the other side of this music. I always find it really difficult to talk about crime books, uh, partly because they are obviously a bit of a mystery, you don't know what's going to happen in them. But when it comes to a book that is the third, fourth, twenty seventh in a series, It's really difficult to say what is different without revealing spoilers or indeed without saying, sounding like it's a bad thing, like, I mean, some of those books that are 25, 26 books in, there's not a lot to say when you're reviewing them because they're kind of the same as they always were and if you liked what they always were, you'll like this one. If you didn't, you won't. But The Great Silence by Doug Johnston. This is the third in the Scalf series. So it is not at the point where it has gone on too long. Great. Uh, And there is still some stuff to be said. Let me read the blurb to you first. Keeping on top of the family funeral directors and private investigation business is no easy task for the Scalf women and when matriarch Dorothy discovers a human foot while walking the dog, a perplexing case presents itself, with potentially deadly results. Daughter Jenny and granddaughter Hannah have their hands full too. The mysterious circumstances of a dying woman lead them into an unexpected family drama. Hannah's new astrophysicist colleague claims he's receiving messages from outer space, and the Skull's teenage lodger has yet another devastating experience. Nothing is clear as the women are immersed ever deeper in their most challenging cases yet. But when the daughter of Jenny's violent and fugitive ex-husband goes missing without trace and a wild animal is spotted roaming Edinburgh's parks, real danger presents itself and all three scalps are in peril. See, now, there are some mild spoilers in that blurb if you haven't read the first two books. And while not every series needs a bad guy, there is very much a bad guy in this series, and that is uh, the ex-husband, Jenny's violent and fugitive ex-husband, that is mentioned in the blurb. He uh, did some bad things in book one. He reappeared in book two. Will we see him again in book three? Or is the disappearance of uh, his daughter a coincidence and that it's somebody else involved. Well, that would be a spoiler too far in my book if I told you the answer to that. Uh, But let's, um, I mean, let's talk about the women. Dorothy first. Dorothy is this ageing woman. She's American or or Canadian possibly. She's come over to to uh, Scotland to for love she's married her husband Mr Scelf he died right at the beginning he, well he died before we even opened book one so book one starts with uh, them cremating his body in the back garden so they're, they, they are a funeral home but they're also a private investigator and um, they are trying to balance the two cases and actually sometimes they work quite well together I've gone on a right tangent there. Uh, So I was talking about Dorothy, and Dorothy starts off by discovering a human foot. And actually, the books always seem to start with Dorothy. And what I am worried about whilst reading this one is it's a while later. It's a while after book two. And Dorothy is ageing. She is not doing her yoga anymore because she can't because of the, um, the pain it causes her. Uh, and she's starting to think about The Great Silence, obviously in, in this one, being, The Great Silence being a synonym for death. And then you've got Jenny and Hannah both getting on with their lives, both at very different points. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like this book, is there's, there's three generations of women, uh, and they can all bring different perspectives to things. You've got the woman whose life is... In a nice way, all but over. And then you've got Hannah, whose story is just beginning. Then you've got Jenny in the middle, whose story is a bit of a mess, because she's in the middle of it. I think it's the characters that really make this book work. I, I mean, I like I like the plots. I like the, uh, the way they interconnect. They're, they're very much similar to Jackson Brodie in that respect, in that... He was... Uh, Jackson Brodie is the Kate Atkinson um, character uh, in things like Case Histories, where he would investigate three or four cases, and of those three or four cases in a book, two of them might connect, but the other two might not, and you wouldn't necessarily know how they might connect and when. So I, I like that, because life is like that. If you are... It, if you are the person who is involved in four different things, you might not expect them to connect, but you are the connection. So if they're going to connect, it's going to be through you in some way. And I like that in this book. and I like that. But I like the fact that it's different cases, but three different people investigating them. And then sometimes they'll swap. So Jenny is off doing something, and she'll get Hannah to uh, do a little bit of her investigation. Can you go and do this? Can you go and do that? And... I I like the collaborative approach. I like the way the stories mingle with each other. I like that the women are all very distinct from each other and that you can tell them apart without even necessarily reading their names. Sorry, I'm getting a lot of notifications come through suddenly. I don't know if the internet just suddenly popped back on. Um, But yeah, you can read these books and like I say the characters are so distinct you, you're you not going to get lost in them um, and I like the fact that it's free women I mean I know I've said that but that these women they don't need men in life there, there aren't very many men in this book um, there's a couple orbiting around there's one that works at the funeral home but these are very strong, very independent women, which makes it all of the more odd that it's written by a man. But I'm not sure I'm going to move delve into that. Um, as a man myself, I find what he writes very believable. Uh, I don't know if women do. I I know that I know of women that have read these books and loved them. Uh, but my point that I'm trying to make is that the. Women and the way that they think and the way that they express their thoughts in this book feels real. It doesn't... it feels like uh, nothing I've read before where men have written women. It, they, they talk about women's things and women's problems and the way that other women might react. And it's quite refreshing Now, it is entirely possible that this isn't how women think, but it's... I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I'm gonna leave it there, I think, before I manage to dig myself into a hole, uh, because I'm bound to. It is The Great Silence by Doug Johnston. If you haven't read the series before, go back and start with with A Dark Matter. Uh, It's brilliant. Just go back and start reading them all. You won't be sorry. If you have, read it before, then The Big Kill was book two, that came out last year that's available to order now as well uh, but The Great Silence is released on the 19th of August, so uh, you can pre-order that now <laughs> That was The Great Silence, book number three in the scale series by Doug Johnston, you can of course pre-order it now, it's out on the 19th of August, but uh, you can pre-order it, it's at burtsbooks.co.uk or why not sign up to the Arenda Books subscription? That way you will never miss a brilliant book from a brilliant publisher. And you're supporting an indie bookseller and an indie publisher at the same time. What better thing to do than that? I would love to hear from you. Do get in contact. Let me know what you have been reading. You can email me, bert at bertsbooks.co.uk or find me on Twitter at Bert's Books. Right, I'd better leave it there because I've got a lot to do this week. I've got things to go, places to do, people to see, all of that stuff. And, um, yeah, I might just gonna sit in the sun for a bit first and do a bit of reading. Um, while I'm doing that, you should also keep reading. I will see you later in the week for another podcast.